Discipleship can be a big buzzword in churches these days, but what does it actually mean? And what does it actually look like? Today's guest is Angie Likens, and she points the way to being a true disciple of Christ and how we can find those to help us on our discipleship journey. Plus, at the end, she gives tons of book recommendations, and I immediately added all of them to my Amazon cart. I am Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. Have you ever felt intimidated or confused by the Bible? Or maybe you've started studying the Bible before, but haven't found a way to incorporate it into your regular routine. The Bible Study Made Simple podcast is here to help you move from intimidated and confused to confident and joyful in your approach to scripture and help you find a routine that sticks. The goal isn't checking off a box perfectly, but instead, our goal is an intimate connection with the God of the Bible, plus having tons of fun along the way. If you are looking for a simple way to regularly get in God's Word, grab a copy of the Simple Bible Study Journal, now in hardcover on Amazon. This journal will walk you step by step through studying any passage of Scripture, all while keeping it simple. Today's guest is Angie Likens. Angie is an activator and visionary driven by her joy of meeting new people and making connections. She has experience in education, ministry, and merchandising. She is the founder and director of Proclaim Truth and the co-curator of the new monthly subscription, The Abide Box. Angie and her husband, Philip, have two sons and live in Argyle, Texas. Proclaim Truth, Angie's company, exists to equip and encourage women as they grow to know God more deeply and faithfully make Him known in their homes, churches, and communities. I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hi, Angie. I'm so glad that you are joining us here today. I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? We have your professional bio, but tell us something um, just to get to know you a little bit better. Well, let's see. I live in Texas, but I am from Louisiana. So um, I've done lots of different things in life. I have planned lots of conferences. I have been on ministry staff. I have taught elementary school. I have owned a floral design business. (gasps) Oh, that's the dream. Oh, well, it was a dream for a couple of years and then my <laughs> back was done. Oh yeah. I bet. Did you grow the flowers yourself or did you? Oh no, no, no floral designer has time to grow the flowers. That makes sense. I grew I up bet. on a farm though. That is something in Louisiana. I grew up in the middle of a cotton field and yeah, that's my life. That was my life. I was the grand champion um, I had a grand champion heifer, the state fair, and I was eighth in the state for pig judging. Wow. That is so cool. I'm from middle Georgia. And so all of that makes me feel like more connected to you. Cause we go see the cows and the, um, pigs every year at the Georgia state fair. So there you go. It has really carried me through life. There you go. That's so cool. Well, awesome. Well, we are here to talk more about Bible study. So would you tell us a little bit about your Bible study routine? Um, well, my routine, I mean, 
routine. I will tell you one thing um, to begin with. As I've gotten older, I've realized the importance for me to spend time with the Lord in scripture and in prayer. And I've started framing it up as my perspective. Like I need God to speak into me for perspective, or I'm just going to go on my own way. And that's not good. So um, the consistency and what that's looked like over the years, I now have an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old. And so now it looks a lot different now that they go to public school. So I have a little bit of time in the morning before I go to work. And um, so I really, that's where I spend time. And then also um, just jumping into this conversation, like, Right now, my time is fully invested in a group called Proclaim Truth Collective. And so that is a group of online learners of women who are coming from all over the United States, and they're all committed to growing as disciples and disciple makers. And currently, right now, we are studying the book of Ruth together. Oh, that's fun. And we're specifically using... The OIA observation, interpretation, inductive Bible study method. However, we're taking it deeper for us and we're learning how to pull out biblical themes and really find those themes throughout all of scripture from specific books of the Bible. So does that make sense? I'm not sure. It's a little bit deeper than just going, I'm going to do an inductive Bible study method on Ruth one. I'm going through Ruth one and I'm trying to pull it out and think bigger of the biblical story of what is God trying to say and teach me through this Ruth one about the larger narrative of God's story. Oh, that's so good. I feel like that's really needed in Bible study because I feel like so often people study books of the Bible, but they don't Mm -hmm. like zoom out almost. So. It's, it's actually going deeper. And I think in the interpretation piece of it mm-hmm. um, to think bigger mm-hmm. and so that we can correctly apply what we're learning and not just pull out what we feel like we're learning from this particular storyline. Does that make sense? So, yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I'm doing. And then also reading a book along with everyone in the collective, as I'm leading that we're reading a book called the deeper things of God by Fred Sanders. And it's about the foundation of the triune God. So Ooh, I bet that's good. I've heard of that book. I've never read it, but I've heard of that one. It's one that you really um, have to take a deep breath because it is, mm. <laughs> I, I read it with a dictionary. So. Oh, those are hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> at least it's English, but yeah. at the same time, I, I just feel like I, I have so much to learn in life and just being exposed to a lot of things that as I'm reading books and things like that, I just learn new things all the time. And so I really like to know what does that word mean? I've never heard of that word, or I've read this word before, but I've never thought about what it means. So I, I read that slowly. That's really interesting. You know, my favorite feature, I read books only on Kindle now Mm because we had, um, my daughter is one. And so any hard copy book that I have is going to get chewed up. So, um, (laughs) I read books on my Kindle and my absolute favorite feature is the, Mm -hmm. like, when you hold a word down and it like defines it for you. I'm like, Uh man, I could have used that in school 
so many times. Mm -hmm. So helpful. Well, one of your big missions and passions in life, and we've talked about this before, is discipleship and just the process of developing women into being genuine followers of Christ, not just people that show up and to church on Sunday and say they're a Christian. How Mm -hmm. do you start that process of learning how to be a disciple of Christ? How do you really get into where do we start? Lead us, guide us. <laughs> where do we start being a disciple? Yeah. I think um, when you're discipled, you're learning and you're growing in your knowledge and understanding. And specifically as believers, we're growing to know God and we're growing in being a disciple and walking in him and reflecting and imaging him. So that's where I go. Am, am I answering the right question? I want to be right about that. And so like when I think about being a disciple and imaging God, I've got to know him. And so even, um, you know, the, the knowledge of God, and the knowledge of self, they go together. So we hear if you've ever read some things like that, I've read, there's lots of authors who write about that, about our identity and Christ being the head of the body. And so we think about all of those things. So I think ultimately what I would focus on is knowing God knowing what I'm called to do in light of who he is and what does that look like? Um, And so I think awareness is always the first thing. Awareness is that we are being called to walk in this way. And then how is it done? How do we learn? I, I spend a lot of time thinking about how we learn and not just in what we do. So I think a lot about how we learn is when we're aware of something and we're, we see it and we understand it, and then it becomes into our hearts and then affects the experience. And we're, we're actually experiencing God and learning more about him. So even in the book that I'm reading right now, in the deep things of God's in the deep things of God, Fred Sanders actually specifically talks about our understanding of the Trinity. Like we actually, when we come to know God as believers, we actually don't know, we may not understand the Trinity, but we come to know and understand Christ actually. And then as we experience God and learn about him, whether it's through scripture or walking with other people who are ahead of us, we start to experience more and more and more of the triune God in our understanding. So I think as a disciple, that's what we're, we start at the step one or zero. And then we're, we're experiencing God through that. And we're just placing ourselves in experiences that are helping us grow and experience him and be curious in safe spaces. That's I think the church and with other believers. And so where do we start being a disciple? I think it's placing ourselves in places where we're going to be taught who God is, and we're going to be able to see examples of that. And we're going to be encouraged to grow into that. Oh, wow. That's really, that's really helpful. And I think putting it into perspective of not only knowing who God is, but knowing who we are in response to who God is, I think Mm -hmm. is so important. So how does like studying the Bible fit into discipleship? How do those two things go together? 
Well, definitely, because we know that that is the very word of God. That's how we know God. Mm -hmm. And so we know the very word of God through his word. So that is where we're getting that. Yeah. So how, as we are saying like, okay, I want to be a disciple. I want to grow in my knowledge of God. You know, it can be overwhelming to look at the Bible and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, well now if I want to know God, I got to read this whole thing. Mm -hmm. How, where would you recommend somebody start to get to know who God is and how he is revealing himself Mm -hmm. through his word? For me, when I want to learn anything, this is my personality. I try to find someone who already knows it. God's given us a great body of people around us um, who have probably gone before us. And so part of what I believe is that, well, I was at a very young age. I was kind of, I was brought up in the church knowing and believing God from a very young age. And so for me, it was, I was kind of placed in that position um, by, you know, the mercy of God through my parents to have being, being brought up in the church. And so I had women and men who were pouring into me. And, and so I was able to take this traditional step of like, if you're learning to swim, you're someone's getting in the pool with you to let you fill the water. So I actually naturally had that in the church. Think of someone who maybe wasn't brought up in the church. Someone's got to get in the water with them. Yeah. And so I think If it's you recognizing you want someone to teach you how to walk faithfully, you've got to go and find that person who's walking faithfully and trust that the spirit's going to bring it, bring you to that person. If you're not in a church, then you need to be getting in a church to find that person. Um, And I think that would be very, very important. So for me, I'm going to go find someone who can help me break it down and they're going to know because that's what disciples are who are making disciples. They know, they know what you need to know, and they're going to bring you into it and walk you with, walk through that with you. You're not left to your own at all. Oh, that's so helpful. And I think that that's such a great mental picture of trying to learn how to swim. You're right. We're not alone in the pool trying to learn how to swim. And there are resources in the local church really Mm -hmm. designed to help you grow in your faith and Mm -hmm. learn how to get into God's word. And so um, I love that Mm -hmm. you're just pointing us there to help getting us started in the local church. Yeah. So, um, One of the things that you mentioned was Proclaim Truth, your conference, and it's also a collective. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to just tell us a little bit more about that, because I also firmly believe that that is a fantastic tool to help in discipleship as well. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Um, I would say, so Proclaim Truth is something that I, the Lord gave me this idea and this vision just based on my experience of being in the church, working in the church, walking alongside other women, doing Bible study. Um, and so from that, I started to see that women who are either serving in a local church or maybe they are on staff, but most likely they're not on staff. Um, wanting to be faithful disciple makers and wanting to grow in their faith, having the realization that we are always learning and knowing more about the Lord. He is infinite God. So let's just, we need to rely on each other to keep getting to know him as we're walking along with other people and making disciples and, and helping him be known by others. 
So Proclaim Truth started out as a annual conference. And so we are in our sixth year. Our, we're having a conference in October. Um, we're opening registration on May the 1st. So um, our first, so we're having a conference in October. It'll be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And every year we bring women together and we have main stage teachings and we have workshops. And Proclaim Truth, it exists fully to equip and encourage women who desire to know God more and to make him known in their homes, churches, and communities. And so we have this annual conference. And then after the conference, women are invited if they would like to continue that learning throughout the year, because I think a conference is like this event, this marker that invites you into this knowing it's not going to fully equip you by any means, you know, 24 hours is not going to equip you to just keep going. Like we want to keep encouraging. And a lot of these women go back to churches where they don't have resources that are equipping them and keeping them engaged in growing as they're discipling others. So we have an online community called Proclaim Truth Collective, where we're taking whatever we're learning at the conference and we're breaking it down into even slower bite-sized pieces of knowing what's really important about God, doctrine, beliefs, and then the skills to actually go and communicate that to others, it happens in our workshops. So that's really what Proclaim Truth is all about. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with women that they say like, oh, I'm learning this stuff about God, but I don't know how to tell my friends Mm -hmm. or I'm learning this stuff or I don't even know where to start learning this stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's people on both sides, but as believers, I do believe that God has given us a desire, like you were saying, to make him known and to um, tell other people as we are learning. And so I feel like both the tools for discipleship, as well as tools for communicating that are mm-hmm. so important. Even if you're not in like a leadership role, traditionally, if, I mean, if you have a group of women that you, you know, mm-hmm. get together with for coffee regularly, like Mm -hmm. you're in a leadership role, whether you know it or not. And so I just think that that's, um, so important and so helpful for those to have those tools as you are getting in God's word. Well, he has called us to disciple. Mm -hmm. So he has put that desire in our hearts and we can't rightly disciple unless we know him. So you Mm -hmm. are constantly having to grow in your own understanding so that you can communicate it to others. Yeah as you're going along. So, um, that's, you have to know, you have to be, be, a be in a place where you're developing and, and learning yourself. And then at the same time, then you're pouring out to other people. So it's not a step one, step two, it's a, as you're going. So, yeah. yeah. That's so good. Well, there might be somebody that's listening to this. That's like, okay, that's all sounds great and everything, but I've never actually cracked open my Bible before to study it. (laughs) So do you have just like any encouragement for them or a good place to start? Do you have anything that um, like for a Bible study beginner, do you, what would you say to them today? I think a Bible study beginner, I think there's so many really good resources. I think you have great resources. Um, I think uh, I have a friend named Colleen Searcy, and she has something called Meet Me in the Bible. Um, I think that is a great resource. I don't think I know um, that one. I'll have to look that one up. Kind of, you know, under the radar kind of thing, but it's, yeah, she's delightful. She's a dear friend of mine. 
I think if you've not cracked open your Bible, there are a couple of different things that you can do. I've actually just picked up a year-long discipleship journal. Lifeway puts it out, and it's by Candy. Do you know who I'm talking about? What is Candy Galanti? Yes. Um, because I think if you've never picked up the Bible, the best place for you to start is understanding the whole story of scripture. Mm, yeah. Even before you maybe start breaking down individual passages, knowing the whole story of scripture so that then you can start placing those passages that you're going to start studying later on down the road and just developing a love for God's word. Just yeah. experiencing it. If you've never cracked up in the Bible, you have to experience it, mm, honestly. Yeah. So I think that that it's called the Bible in a year. And it's a very simple process of you're reading from the beginning of the story in Genesis to Revelation, which this, the book of the Bible, the Bible itself, I'm sorry, is one full story. And understanding that before you start cracking open your Bible and reading pieces of it is a beautiful thing. So Nancy Guthrie has a book called Even Better Than Eden, and it takes you through the themes of the story of scripture, and it's really well written. I think that's a great place to start. So I think if you've never opened your Bible, you need to understand the whole story. Get a good picture of the whole story. It's kind of like, um, I'm not a Star Wars fan <laughs> or a Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you just sat me down to watch any of those movies, I'm so lost. But maybe if I got the whole gist of the story, maybe I'd be more interested. I don't know. Yeah, that's so good. In episode five of the Bible Study Made Simple podcast, I actually talked with a guy named Keith Farron, and he talked about how you have to watch the whole movie before you pick out a scene and like study yes, it. That's and I feel like, before. yeah, I feel like that is so helpful as we are approaching scripture. Um, mm -hmm. I love, love, love these resources that you've shared as well. I will put those in the yeah. description, the podcast, whatever notes. And, um, it's just, it changes everything when you know the entire story of the Bible. Yes. And I would say one more resource that I think is really important to offer to people if they do not know the whole story of scripture and they've never opened their Bible. Again, you have to give them an understanding or just an experience. A whole book may be very overwhelming for people. So you just want them to feel the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Bible Project has mm -hmm. videos over the whole story of scripture, a 10 minute video over what is the whole story of scripture. It's not the whole story of scripture, right? But it's going to give them enough to just get a taste of it. Yeah. And it's a visual. It's really well done. So I would, I would totally point someone new to those. I love the Bible Project. My husband and I just recently started over at the beginning of all of mm -hmm. the Bible Project oh, podcasts. So yes. they have like five years of podcasts or something. Yes. And we started over at the beginning and are listening to them and like learning yes. as we're going. It's so good. There's just a wealth of yes. information there. And their, their podcast on how they created their mm -hmm. video on the whole story of scripture is so, it's like a couple of podcasts. It's so great. 
Yeah. They're long. They're like an hour long each, but they're so good. I mean, you know, you have to do the dishes anyway. You might as well learn something while you're doing them. Might as well. (laughs) Well, this has been so helpful. Thank you so much, Angie. I've added like 17 things to my Amazon cart while we've been talking. (laughs) It's a bad habit of mine too. I know. I know. So um, if we want to follow up with you and proclaim truth, how can we do that? Well, we are online, of course. You can go to our website is proclaimtruth.com. And then you can find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Proclaim Truth. So that's where you find out about us. That is absolutely fantastic. Well, I hope that um, everybody can check out Proclaim Truth, um, follow up with Angie and all of the fun discipleship tools that she is coming out with. So thank you so much, Angie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 34 of the Bible Study Made Simple podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, would you mind leaving a five-star review? These reviews are so important to help more people find the podcast, and I am so grateful for every single one. I can't wait to chat again in two weeks on the Bible Study Made Simple podcast.